This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Welcome to Kiwis and Dragons, a D&D adventure from Aotearoa, New Zealand, the home of hobbits. Our intrepid party of adventurers consists of Duncan Daynut, a fighter with a heart of gold and a brain of turnip. Hi, Grandma Daynut says, Kia kaha, Hawke's Bay. Thanks, Grandma. I'll kill that. Undravamis, a drown necromancer with a fascination of death and a mystery to solve. Uh, suddenly, after that lovely introduction, uh, none of my uh, introductions seem appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, dear Rowan, give me the strength to crush my enemies. Ooh. Tish Dustlight, a gnome bard that sings like an angel and talks like a mugger in a dark alley. Cause. <laughs> Sorry. Um. If I add, if I subtract, if I give it all, try to take some back, I've forgotten the freedom that comes from the fact you are the sum, you are the one I want. And I'm referring to pie, just in case you're like, <laughs> just yet. Yeah, sorry to the lady with the nose. And Schold with us in spirit, not joining us today, but. We do have in place a wonderful guest joining us in the form of Louise. And welcome, Louise. What are you going to say? Thank you. I'm going to say I am actually just here because you don't have scold, so don't expect too much. We, well, you, look, look what you're following, to be honest. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Like, if you roll more than a two, two yeah, yeah, you're on a winner, really. <laughs> But you join our uh, intrepid group of newly named heroes and heroines, um, yeah, such such titles as woodsman, woodsman, moon, and, and other great uh, on-the-spot come-ups. Um, they're wandering through a sewer, having made your way into the the town of Hawksmoor. The the very simple task of getting past the guards on the gate seemed to it'd be a breeze for all bar one of our party. Um, but a, a, a quick interview ensued and, and, and slight worry and angst from the rest of you uh, to, to help Schold get out of the, uh, the, the confines of the, the, the guard room or the, the kind of the, the interview chamber where he was going to be kept and, and held. But making your way out of here through the town with some great distractions from, uh, from Tish, you find yourselves now in the sewers underneath uh, this kind of the northern uh, district of Hawksmoor. A trickle of uh, brownish water flowing away from you into like down, basically south. Um, nothing mm. too untoward floating past at any moment, but you know, the old brown shark will appear, I'm sure. Um, brown what? Brown shark. Smells like Duncan. Oh, it smells lovely down here, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> um, you're walking through a, a space maybe 10 foot wide. The, the, the stream taking up a good half of that, um, that space. Uh, walls bricked up, um, some more natural rock yeah, kind of shape or build um, circling above you about 10 feet um, high. So it's this kind of cramped confines here, kind of that moisture in the air and that, 
that kind of trickle of water echoing around. What do you all do? Do, do we have some light? That would be the f- first thing. <coughs> oh, no, of course I can't see very well down here being human. Uh, do, yes. My axes, like, because, like, do they, like, flame when I activate them? Um, they do, yeah, but one of them does. So when you when you kind of crack them together, um, one of them bursts in a kind of a shimmering sheaf of flame, which does emit light up to 10 feet. The other one starts gently smoking, like a kind of wasp of smoke, so it's almost like you've got a, you know, like a, a sparkler, like, kind of waving around in one hand and, you know, like, a smoke machine in the other. Or it's probably not best not to do that down here then, because it would choke us all. I have a dancing lights cantrip, so I can make some little orbs to follow us. Mm. Will that give them enough light? Yeah, yeah. Could you spread them out here, what, four or five? Four. Yeah, four lights. And you kind of spread them out yeah, as, you, as you wish. And the, the tunnel you're in at the moment seems to lead off into the distance and bending round to the kind of the east, you know, to the left, just out of, uh, out of sight, so... How far do you want the orbs to go off in front of you? Uh, I want one behind our group and one in front and one a bit of a distance in front. I don't know. Mm, some feet. Yeah. You, uh, you spread them out. And, and near you, whoever cannot see. You're kind of... Um, you're walking close enough together. Um, at, at this point, apart from the ladder or the, the, the kind of the entranceway behind you, you can't see anything else in this particular... This, this particular tunnel. Um, are you moving forward? Yeah, shall I go at the front mm. and then shoulder at the back, maybe? Yes, mm-hmm. good idea. Uh, can we see there's no light from like grates or anything in the. Uh, not in this tunnel, no. No, not no. in here. Okay, thank you. But do, moving forward. The shoulder have a glow. Yes, it polishes but it. But I'll save it for a special occasion. Oh, okay. Uh, Kundra's got these beautiful lights in the air. Yes. Just like her. Beautiful. <laughs> um, meandering through the, the tunnel, there are a couple of occasions where it branches off left and right um, into smaller circular tunnels that are maybe three foot off the, yeah, the, the level you're walking in this morning. You can see ever such small glimmers of light up these. Um, the movement in shadows of what look like rats up and around them, yeah, more than one. Um, and, and I mean, Shoal turns around, it's, it's too small for me to get through. Duncan, maybe. Tish, maybe. But no. Um, and you, you keep moving forward. Now, there are a number of occasions where you come to areas where the tunnel now splits off, or, and two tunnels um, split. And in one such area, there's a, a pool of water in front of you that yeah, when. Duncan, you step forward to it, you kind of go from that just lapping your, the top of your boots to maybe ankle and almost kind of halfway up your, you know, towards your knee uh, where it's a little bit deeper and, and you see a little bit of rubbish coming from one of the streams flowing into it. Um, do you choose the left or the right path? I always get confused over left or right, so you best decide that. Roll. Well, shall, shall I have a look? Let me go and have a look up the, the left. What? Just have a look. Left. Left. Well, I'll have a quick look up the right, okay? Just, just you're going to go left. Just I'll make sure that there's nothing there that we need to... And, and Shoal takes a kind of couple of steps. And then suddenly you just see these two arms go up in the air as his body disappears through. Uh, and it's kind of a crack. 
and it's just gone. And there's a very girly kind of like, Wah! <laughs> I'm okay. Shulman, <laughs> are you? Um, you? You go down, and uh, as you kind of go to the uh, the right hand um, tunnel where he went to, you can see that the water is now moving quite quickly and going down this small shoulder-sized uh, hole in, in, the, in the floor where it looks like some rubble has broken away into... You, you, do you go and have a look, Andrew? Because you kind of see this dark shape down there, like, moving and like, oh, some groaning from shoulder, but there's no absolutely no light down there. I just uh, have the, the light just go over enough to... Okay. to see. I'm not going too... Too close to him. He, look, he looks up. He goes, "I'm okay." What? And, and suddenly you hear kind of like of a cracking around you. You take a step back as more of this um, this quite yeah almost frail looking kind of flooring now just kind of crumbles in on itself and opens up. The hole gets wider and wider. You see Shold then suddenly take a couple of steps back out the way before rubble just caves in around to them, um, blocking him off completely from your view. And as kind of dust erupts um, and fills the chamber you're in, you go back up to the edge very gingerly and looking down see that where Shoal once was is now a complete wall of rubble and brick and stone um, with this water waterfall now going from the tunnel you're in to this um, second tunnel below. Um, and with one of your lights you can see that it looks a lot older, a lot danker, there's... Um, not really any colour, but the, the tunnel itself seems to be more natural as opposed to like man or human influence or humanoid influence on them. More of a, a kind of a natural tunnel, um, still circular, but uh, with again another uh, flow of water running from where Shoal was now and is blocked off away towards the, the trail that you were going to take. Ah, well. That's him done then. Right. <laughs> I'm in here. Oh, oh. What does it look like down there? It's dark. Oh. I'm a little scared. Oh, hug your hammer. Oh, wait, no. Uh, and you hear him say something. And then like little cracks of light come through. Oh, no, that's too bright, Vol. Turn it down, turn it down. I can see now. Okay. Uh, F- follow the water, shoulder. We follow the water. I can't, because it's leading toward the bricks. Oh, go the other way from the water then, and then we'll go the other way from the water maybe, and hopefully we'll meet up somewhere. Eh? Oh, but it kind of curls around. I tell, yes, I tell you what, let's keep going in the same direction, down a bit, and oh, yeah, we'll find you. Okay. okay. Like, as soon as I can get up there, I will. Okay. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> well, I can't promise that. <laughs> Probably could have think we should have just left him in prison. <laughs> I heard that. There's <laughs> a great acoustics in here for uh, very old sewers and all that running pool water. Okay, so shoulders in the wet hole. Uh, we are on our way. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where where are you going exactly? You're, you're kind of looking in this cavernous thing, you kind of hear the slap slap of wet foot kind of walking away from you, and this kind of northern 
um, Scandinavian muttering. Um, <laughs> can we sort of follow the direction that he's going, but on this level? Uh, you can. So you could follow the tunnel um, that he went to look down the right hand side. It would require a bit of a jump uh, to get across this, oh, well. this kind of hole that's down in the ground. Uh, or kind of some ginger, gingerly acrobatic kind of movement, but yeah, you, you can kind of definitely follow in the same um, dis- direction as him, but just effectively a floor oh, above. Yeah, we should probably do that, shouldn't we? Really, just so we, you know, if we go the other way, that we never find him again. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. So you'd all like to? Then well, you're just going to jump the gap. How how big is it? Oh, it's more than six, seven foot. Shall I jump it first and then I could throw a rope to you or something and mm. just to be on the safe side? Can you mm. take this with you? Uh, I don't think I could jump with her because mm. I have to use my arms for my, my special jumping. <laughs> That's his, uh, jumping. It's very complicated. Jumping See, most people think jumping comes from your legs, but quite oh, a bit it comes from your arms yes. as well. Yes. That's why I'm so good at it because most mm. people don't know that. Yeah. Mm. That was a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, jumping? You're good enough at jumping. It, like it, you, you kind of, as you land, you twist your knee a little bit. You, you kind of slip on a bit of rock Aww. and a bit of water. You kind of, and you, you've got a wet ass now. I mean, you're, you're on your, you're on your ass, but um, you, you pr- we all know your jumping prowess. So, um, but yeah, so you're kind of just a bit wet now. It's a bit just squishy under under there as well. You'll, you'll be a bit careful. It's a bit slippy here when you land. Mm, that was a little bit uncool. But you're safe. It's okay. Well, let's see you do it then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, just uh, make a, a make an acrobatics check. <laughs> yes, I will. That would be twenty-three. You Ooh. jump, clearing Duncan, and and just kind of almost like you just off the, the surface of the water like not even a splash bloody hell you're, you're right it is a little slippery yeah well I've made it less slippy for you that's the thing ah, that's that. very good thank I you like Duncan I appreciate that oh, yes I can um, see it is very wide <laughs> oh, I take a really good big running jump and I get a natural 20 oh. you, you jump over and leap and as Duncan's turning his head round to talk to Undra, you just literally leapfrog off of him, shoving his head <laughs> into the muck again, and just boom, and then do a little somersault and land. Um, and as you come up, Duncan, not only are you now covered in water, but you've got like this little slug, like. Um, Sorry, mate. It kind of burns a little bit as well. I'm going to pull it pull, off. Pull it off, and it's like a little bit of blood trickling down there. Oh. Uh, little, kind of like a little bit of a red red rash, but... Oh, oh there's a leeches down here. Mm-hmm. Poo leeches. Making your way forward. Poo oh, you, you go. You travel maybe for a good 15 or so minutes, um, making some good headway, um, and at no point does it really deviate. But you, you, you do find yourselves at a point where you... You're walking, uh, you're walking along and you see a, a metal grate in the bottom of the tunnel, like almost like, uh, I suppose on a clock it'd be like seven o'clock. Like it's that kind of low down but not quite on the floor. It's easy enough to see these metal bars 
um, and you shine a light down there under it, and you can see that it's a ladder um, just m going down to the the layer below you. Ooh. There's the ladder. <laughs> and the grate moves, does it, or is it locked? Uh, you go to try and move it, mm -hmm. and it, it doesn't budge. It, you can't see a lock on it, but it looks like it's held firm through time and rust and age and swelling and all of these other things. But yeah, you... it look like it should open, though. You're looking around, and you feel like it should just come off, or you'd be able to be moved so you could get to the ladder. What's the point of having an access mm. if you can't open it? Shut to shoulder. Shoulder. Child! Nothing. Oh. Do you think we should go down that way anyway? And suddenly you, you you do put your ear lower. You hear something. It's like a a, a yell, as if some something someone has just heard the call for Shold, and you, you hear a cry coming back. I think he's, he's come under some kind of terrible pain. He's, he's very high pitched there. Yeah. Shout, is that you? No! <laughs> oh, okay. You I, need I, some help. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, all right, let's try and pull this grate. You catch up. Make a strength check. Because it's all going so well. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Some numbers, thir uh, twelve. Oh, it's quite firmly stuck. You, you give it a bit of a, and you, it, it moves in one corner. So you, there's a give there, but you're like, what's my best, best touch? Give us a round. Yeah, it, I will. Yeah. Do I need to tell you how awesome my hand is? So do you want to roll? Do you want to roll with advantage, Tish? Because you're giving Doug a hand. Roll again. Take the highest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, 17 as well as 18. 18. So with Duncan there leaning on that corner, he thinks he's loose. You kind of come in and give it a, another yank. And, and from one side, and you manage to just kind of like, it's it's going to come down and suddenly just like lets free from all that it's holding on to. Just, you both kind of fall backwards and take a step uh, as all the pressure is released. Um, and um, you now have access to the ladder. Okay. Right, I'll go first. Oh, are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> down your oh, hop. I'll go down the ladder. You go down the ladder. It's, you kind of drop down about 10 feet or so into to complete darkness, um, followed by glantly one of the uh, Undra's orbs. And, and you, you have this tunnel, and it's running perpendicular to the one you were running on. So very likely your shoulder wouldn't be in this tunnel. Okay. Um, but you do see, uh, maybe about 30 feet away from you, you see a, a light looks like a torch, a burning torch, that is uh, on on a, a dry ledge, seeming to um, light up this like, larger cabin just behind it. Oh, oh there's a torch down there. Let's uh, come down here, we're going to check it out. Okay, come after in. you, Tish. Yeah, I'll come next to you, come. Woohoo! I come down. You come down, and you start making your way. Yeah, I'm and not going to run there, though, just be a bit no. careful, because I don't know what we're going into. Um, and as you make your way towards that, um, this kind of light, I said that impression of it opening up into a, a more larger cavern is, is very quickly evident. And, and you hear that, that scream for help. Um, it's not really like, it's not like a 
like a, a dams in distress scream. It's just like, I need help, and you're the first person I've heard, like, for a long time down here. So um, as you move into this chamber, you see this, um, this individual, and they are backed up by this giant creature that seems to be uh, coming out of this large pile of refuse, which is backed up in one corner. Um, and, and this creature has got large tentacles oh, and uh, like kind of like limbs and all, all sorts, and it's just lashing out and, and being very menacing um, to this uh, this poor poor person that's kind of backed up against the wall. <coughs> Would you like to just describe yourself, Lou? Oh, are you coming or what? Because I am here. And I will tell you what I look like. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Tempest, Diamond Fate, and I am a rogue, and I am in desperate need of your help. Are there any more of you? Is this it? Well, this is all we need. Oh, uh, no, there's not quite all of us. Oh, there's one more, but we don't know where he is. Well, you'll have to do. Could you please combat this tentacled creature? Well, I suppose so. (laughs) Is it like... Actually attacking her. Uh, it, um, as you walk in, absolutely, this uh, one of these kind of like long limb tentacle things. It's kind of a little bit, um, a little bit frog-like in its appearance, oh. but just standing like over and above and around with this kind of giant like mouth, which it's kind of got like slather and saliva coming down from. Um, and and as you kind of walk in, and uh, Tempest reaches out to you for aid, it kind of whips out another tentacle which she kind of just manages to duck and weave out of the way of. Jinkies. But as you all enter the chamber um, oh, oh. just here we'll get you all to roll initiative. Oh neat. <laughs> That's what I was just doing the screen that she yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, was, yeah, you know, I was just like wasn't doing it myself. Earlier than my screen. Oh the, oh, the ten. How did it go? <laughs> Twenty one. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Fifteen. We're all still pretty beat up from them bandits, though, aren't we? We ain't had a rest or nothing. So, 21 for Dunk? Yep. Fifteen to... Wondra? Ten. Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Ten for yourself, young lady. Thirteen. Plus your dips. Plus your initiative. Plus four. Seventeen. <laughs> You're allowed to use fingers. Yeah. And toes. Use my mental fingers. Yeah. yeah. Makes my mouth move and everything. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> so we will go. Duncan at the top. Then it is. Sorry. I didn't have time to ask someone else to do you a fresh Not cup. bad. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're next. Sorry, she's going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. oh, Probably, but it looks to you lot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't be fooled, we're very skilled. Your decks will be higher than mine. That bloke's so. it, I'm buggered. Yeah, I'm going to go you there and you there. So, Duncan, as you run, uh, well, as you, you went to see this uh, creature, you are up, you're the distance that you can see there, probably you're, I'd say, at the front. Right, I'm gonna like run towards it, bang my axes together, do it, and spit on them. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. 
so as you, you kind of you bang them together now one just erupts in this kind of uh, sheaf of, of flame um, which kind of engulfs the, the the axe of the head the other one just starts to kind of mist and smoke leaving this ever such a small wisp of trailer right um, behind it you run on in yeah, did they have names? I can't remember. It's Ash. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the card again. I think it was. Did um, I get a card of everything. I've lost I that. Think so. Oh man. Spencer, we, I feel like it was Ash and something. I actually know. I have it written down because I, I do that now. Simon and George. No, that's not it. <laughs> no, that was what I just called the actors when we were getting past the guard. I just made that up. I oh. that, that wasn't really what they were <laughs> called. At least I wrote it down. It don't matter. Anyway, I just bagged them out together and charge in and go, right, you're going to get burnt and smoked. A bit like Grandma Day that's cooking. <laughs> and you do. So do you have enough movement to get to them? Uh, 25. Uh, smoke and fire. Smoke and fire. Oh. Very original. I thought George and Bungle. Oh, Bungle is massive. One, two, three. Yeah, I do have enough to get to him. And I'm going to go with fire first because it's always fun there. That's a 14 to hit. It does it. So I'm going to like try and chop it. If there's like tentacles that go for tempest, I'm going to try and chop at them first. So okay. I swing my axe in on so, that. Um, to give you an idea, so it's kind of frog-like. As you get closer, you realise that it's only got three legs, two at the front and one large leg at the back. And it's hard to see all the details because it's covered in crap, slime. There's um, all sorts of like gunk that seems to have been built up here. Two tentacles with these large kind of open pods with little kind of like teeth-like um, claws uh, on the end of them and then in this large thick tail you see where the it's got three eyes running down the length of it so what? on its tail on its tail which kind of yeah. hovers up which it seems to see out of with this massive maw full of razor sharp teeth oh, oh. I kind of want one. <laughs> oh, you're hideous it's got everything I'm going to hit that's nine damage then and then I'm going to go with smoke oh that's not so good that's 13 just misses. And then with me fire again. And that'll hit as well. So that'll be four, six. That'll be ten. So I'll like hit it with my fire axe and then I will just like do a trail of smoke past its nose if it has one just so it coughs Whoa. a bit. And I'll hit it with my fire axe again. Right, right. Awesome. Oh, no, no, and it, as it kind of the tail whips around, looks at you for a second and, and you see a shift in its movement, half of its movement, one tentacle coming towards you and taking its, uh, its kind of concentration off of Tempest and it's your go. Which bit of it is facing me currently? Most of it. Most of it. Like mouth. Mouth, tentacle, large lump. It's it's a big creature. It's um, and it's it's large. It's as big as big as an owlbear, if not bigger. Oh. And then the, the kind of the waving tentacles just make it look more ominous and bigger again. So if its mouth is in my reach, then I'm going to try and stab it in its opened mm. mouth. Yeah. yeah. With my dagger. Go for it. You do. You roll your d20, and then you do an attack modifier. That down there, so whatever it says. Dagger, plus seven. You are rogue. Unfortunately, 21. 21, that'll hit. Nice. 
Squelch. So roll your, your damage. So that, that hits. So just next to that, it'll say your damage, which will be a D4 plus. D4 plus 4. Four plus four, which is eight. Great. Good job. And do also get sneak attack because I'm within five feet of it. Do you I can certainly do an uncanny dodge, can, can't I? I tell you what, yeah. Do you consider oh, yeah. him a, a, a friend? Right now, I do. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So okay. actually, just roll your d20 again, just in case. Um, no, no, no that's just the damage. So though. now you roll your sneak attack. So because. Uh, 4d6. What? So that four times? Yeah. Ooh. Three. Four. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little excited, thank you. Ten. Sixteen. Is that on top of the eight or as well as? As well as. As well as, so 24 points of... Next <coughs> Oh, that's quite a lot. Uh, He's mounted. Yes, he kind of lost one, one wee little dagger attack, which you managed to like thrust right up on the inside, soft part of its mouth, up and under. Um, managing to dodge the, the sharp claw, like sharp teeth as you take your hand away. It's kind of like spit dripping on your arm. It, it, this horrible mm. noise come from, comes from the more of this creature, and it's stinky breath as well. Um, is that your gun? You've got another attack? I've got an uncanny dodge, so I'm just going to... Oh, no, he's not dam- damaging me, so it's fine. No? Yeah, okay. no, that'll do. What, would you like to move anywhere? Is it your own... <laughs> so top if, of the way. If you move, <laughs> you'll get an attack of opportunity, so you can, or you can stay there, or you can use a bonus action to... Yes, disengage. Yeah, cool. So I'll do that. Um, so you've got your full movement. Where would you like to move on the screen? Where am I now? So you're the one up here, but just this facing one. the giant eyeball. Oh yeah, uh, ooh. probably that way a bit. Okay. So now with the the, 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 the distraction of other people, you manage to uh, move out the way. Um, Tish, your turn. If I forget, if I I've got 25 feet yeah. of movement, right? Yep. So if move me 25 feet that way, or 20. And uh, if I throw my cloud of daggers, but I want it to be, it goes a five foot cube on each side of it. So from there, I can hit it on the back corner. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, cool. cool. Choice. And so I'd like to do that, thanks. So what does does I have to do, Tish? Uh, I've got a slither of glass and I probably have to roll me big one. To see if I hit it right. No, I, I don't think you oh, I can just jump that choice because it's a spell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goody. Uh, 4D slashing damage. So, do you want to read the spell out to me? Yes, I fill the air with spinning daggers and a 5 cube feet on each side. Standard on a point I choose within range. Up its ass. A creature <laughs> takes 4D slashing damage. Well, it's backside, I should say. When it enters the spell's area for the first time or on a turn, or starts its turn. So yeah. be able to start of its turn. And if I felt like to smash it at a level, a third level... Then you would say, can I cast that at... I believe I'd like to cast that at third level. Does it increase the damage? Yeah. Cool. So Mark, if you've got the spell slot... It'll be... Oh, increases by 2d4 for each slot level above second. Cool. And you've got the spell I'll slot I'll just double-check. Yes. Wonderful. 
<laughs> so remember that. So um, it's now the start of it. Are you moving anywhere from where you are? I'm all right there. You're all right there. Perfect. So at the start of it's go with the cloud of spinning daggers. Yeah. Would you like to roll the damage? Yeah. Okay. And this kind of uh, this Four, maniacal three, swarm of daggers oh, is just spinning around, lacerating the top of it. Is so it at this eggs? point, you take Do in all at once. Sorry. Yeah, go you, know, you take in the surroundings and you're poking your head in, Duncan, as you're kind of battling it. You you see that there's this detritus and waste in uh, numerous areas of this cavern where you've kind of found yourself, Tempest. There's a large kind of mould of vegetation and... Fifteen. Good job. Yeah, there's this... Uh, it was fun. This large mould, like large growth of vegetation over in this area mm-hmm. here. There's another over the far end, another similarly large pile of rubbish and waste. So the creature, kind of like getting hit by all of these uh, these, these spinning daggers, will just turn and lash out at the nearest thing. Um, so it's going to be yeah. two attacks <laughs> on you, Dunk. That's all right, mate. You're tough, eh? Yeah, I'm all right for a minute. Yeah. Ooh. So, first one... Uh, It'd be great if we hadn't lost our cleric with his healing spells on. Uh, I've got some so that's, um, that's going to be a 12 to hit. No. For the first one. And then a second tentacle just swipes that to try and hit you. I give it the old Lovecraft. Uh, it's going to be an dodge. 11 to hit. No, that misses <laughs> so as well. That, that misses as well. Obviously, the pain and the dagger's putting it off. But you look up as you see this kind of movement over the far end, and this kind of as things just m- grow and shift up and shift up and then rubbish starts to fall from the side as this slightly darker variation on the same creature just kind of like what? and this tail what? picks up and just looks as the second one appears oh. it's its mum oh my same, god same size uh. but it's gonna it's gonna leap Is it 10 human? feet in the air and this powerful back leg and land kind of just about one two three no. there and it's then it's very going to make use the next 15 minutes uh, 15 feet to get to there and as you see it now moving into the fray towards you Tish um, neat mm. looks like it could eat you whole Probably. one bite mm. Mm. just a whole mm. all, all of it <laughs> yep and that's it's what I'm worried about it is <laughs> going to use its action to Secret move again because it can't Gosh. hit you so it's going to get in between all of you to about there Dash, and that's it's go. Undra, you are up. <laughs> well, yeah, so I can change my plan. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I am going to. Uh, okay, okay, now there's two. Sheesh. Uh, within five feet of each other. Are they within five feet of each other? I'd say oh. probably, probably more like ten feet apart, with Duncan in, in the middle. Yeah. Okay, I probably won't do that if you're in the middle. <laughs> oh. Um I'm going to I'm going to <laughs> to try and chill touch which definitely works every time. Yeah. Uh I create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of the creature within range, which is Mama Bear. Uh and make a ranged spell attack. To assail it with the chill of the grave. Boom, boom. Cool. <sighs> I hope. Okay, so what do I have Good to get? Luck. So I have to. Uh, so I have to roll d20. Yeah. Range the attack. And I have to spell attack modifier. 
Yes. Like two, I think. It's, it's, <laughs> so I roll this and I add seven, but what do I have to beat? It's a class. Oh, okay, right. Uh, 22. Yes, of course you do. <sighs> okay. It's a giant frog. So, I'm uh, fifth level, so it takes 2d8 necrotic damage. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Three points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> I've loosened one of its teeth. <laughs> I have, I have given it a very good warning. <laughs> um, and, and the hand clings to it. So until the start of my next turn, it cannot regain any hit points. No, that's fine. Perfect. Some terrible kind of console. And all the excitement <laughs> and the moving and these giant creatures coming on now with a little ghostly hand tickling its behind. What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> well, that's a bit disturbing having that other big one behind me. Uh, but I'll just have to carry on like, attacking the one. You know, I'll just concentrate on one at a time, you know. Uh, so yes, I'm just gonna like fire axe straight into the one that I'm fighting and see if we can finish him off and then I can just concentrate on the other one. Oh, that was rubbish. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Nope. No. So I'm a bit put off by having this other big one like squelch through the water behind me, but I'm ready with my second one and that was a 19 which is a crit for me, so that is... <coughs> Oh, that's massive damage as well. 13, yes, 14, <laughs> 22, 26 damage with this smoke axe. Yeah. I go smoking. <laughs> I loosened it for you. <laughs> and then I try, with, it off. <laughs> I try and finish it with my fire axe. Oh, that's, a, that's 16 to hit. So that that hits, hit, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, 11... And then 15 damage would be fire axe. It sort of sizzles oh, as it goes into its blubbery awesome. sliding. But it is still it is lacerated on the top. There's like lacerations and open wounds on the legs and the limbs and on the and the tentacles. But it, it looks angry um, and ferocious and hungry and all of that. And it's your go, Tempest. It is. Backed up against the wall. So the one that looks like the eyeball is the one that everyone's been attacking, and the one with the big giant mouth. Is, um, is one that's just kind of moved into the fray. And which one's nearest backing me into the wall? You're probably close to both of them, and both of them, the one fighting Duncan seems to be concentrating on him now because he seems to be doing lots of damage to it. That's eyeball face? Yeah. Okay. So, we're both game. We might as well try and finish off eyeball face, haven't we? Okay. So I'm going to stab it. So you have to get up towards it? Yes. Cool. So you move In up towards the it. Eye. And then you jump up and try and stab yeah, it. So roll Which your man? d20 and add your... Any of them. Roll your attack on the fire. So look at that first number on your dagger. Stats. 22. That hits. I should think it does. This is a, this is a new experience and for me. With Duncan <laughs> within five feet, you get your sneak yeah. attack. So yeah. roll all your dice. Your, roll your d4 and your 4d6. Okay, my D4 says one. Okay, and my 4D6. Ooh, eight. Eighteen. 
plus four. Up. Plus four. Plus, well, she got the one on the four. Yeah, but she gets the plus four for her oh, plus four. It's, it's more than enough. You kind of actually jump up. And actually, how do you want to kill him? The first one, first blood. Right in its eye. Didn't really need the help. Wham! In that big fat eye. Give it a move. Makes a real good squelch. It actually yeah. goes like that, but we don't care. So with its, with its eyes being on its tails, you jump up and you leap off its front leg and you just slam the dagger into the tip and then yeah. kind of hold down and ride the tail down. Woo! Slicing through all of the eyes and, and the thing Brilliant. just roars in pain um, and then you come so far down that you just kind of come across the top and then just this massive gout of blood just erupts and just covers the ceiling, which is quite low. And then the thing just shakes and like, boom, dies dead. At which point the other one looks over and just kind of looks back at you and just like, <laughs> um, cool go. Mm. Do you like oh, to say anything else? Just crow a bit. I give a little <laughs> applause from over there. It's very nice. Yes. No, very I, nice I, I opened it. Oh, oh, yes. yes. Oh. But to be fair, she done more damage in two turns as Skull just done in like, like three games. Did you want to back off a bit or not? No, I think it just peters out. No, it keeps going, I think. Does it? keeps going, but I don't know if you can move it or if it stays there. Let me just... Let me just get some grown-ups to check this. Do you know any? Mm. Just you two over there. Yes. I don't know. No, I think it stays stationary. Yeah, it's not like my flaming sphere. It takes it. So, so it basically stays. But basically, we're going to put this little marker there. Little birdie. Like a little wizard. Your, no, to say that bird there is the cloud of daggers, because you wanted it away from Duncan. And anything that moves into that five foot space, I think. Um, oh, that would be. Anything cool. that moves into that space now will be affected by the cloud of daggers, unless you drop the spell. Okay. Wake up, see the bird. I think you need to make it visible. Oh yeah, I can. I can do that. There we go. Ta-da. Hey. Oh, jinkies. Sweet. Yeah, very sweet. <laughs> um, what would you like to do though? You can use a crossbow, do something like that, or a, a non-concentration spell if you want to keep that spell going. Um, I need to. I need to stop. Uh, I need to ask a question. When I'm uh, uh, taking something, and oh, you know it's cool. I'll just like to smack the big one with my circlet of blasting. Yeah, go for it. Because it's right up my. Have you? Has that recharged? You haven't used it. Oh, I didn't use that for Robin Hood, oh. and it probably hasn't recharged. Yet, oh, because you haven't really had a rest on the fences. I'm out. You had a short rest, so. I think you charged all the way through and, and haven't, so... Oh. So we're having it? No, I don't think we've got okay. it. Right. Well, we'll skip that one. But I still have a flaming... I can't do it. Flaming spear <laughs> slot. Yeah. So that's concentration as well, so that would drop the flame at the cloud of daggers. Oh. Thing. Do you need it? It's not going to run away from us if anything. It's going to try and eat me. Well, and that should probably be at the forefront of your decision-making process. I mean, oh, but for one, one moment, please, caller. If I smacked it with a thunder wave right now, that's 15 feet in front of me. Can you help me with the math? That'll only smash the big ugly thing out. It won't hurt the people behind it. It will get Duncan. 
I'll bet you could take a step back and do it. I could, and that's what I thought I was thinking I needed to take mm, a step mm. back, bro. So, oh, you take a step so back, a you might get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, and so hold on. When I am, um, I'm going to smash it, uh, which will hopefully work. So did you, you, you've moved out of its range. So I just took a step, yeah. So when you move out of its range, it does, this, this, little, this tentacle just lashes out to try and hit yeah. you. Uh, oh, so that's the one. <laughs> Misses you completely. That's lucky that it ruled looks good. Um, <laughs> and so it failed, so it'll take 2d8 thunder damage so, and so be. I'll roll a deck saving throw. Uh, okay. So you're going to cast. A constitution saving yeah. throw. So you're going to cast thunder wave? Yes. And I'm just going to cast it at second level. What's your spell save DC? Mm, some. Fourteen. Just makes out rolled a natural fourteen and no, nothing to add. So means he saves. He takes half damage. So roll your, roll your damage dice. He doesn't get pushed back uh, or, or anything like that, but he does take half damage. Eight. I love eight. What's the, now the eight's the really cool, funky looking one? Where's the other one? Come here, mate. There you are. So two of those. Which is 11. So half that to 6. That's better than nothing. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Are you moving anywhere else at all? Or? Yeah, because I'll have pissed it off about now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd just like to. Uh... Oh, yeah, sure, that'll do. Thank you. Oh, no, I've deleted you. Oh, uh, <laughs> I must, I've got invisible without even trying. <laughs> Been cancelled, Tish. Where are you going to go? Just over there, bro. Can't you see me? Just there, mate. Yeah, so you're moving anywhere? Yeah, right there. I was trying to do it to the left, but on my screen, the left is exactly where the recycle bit is. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) So, Munster's going. That's you done? Yes, uh, yes, because I'm just taking my time in this moment. Definitely wish now that there's been his mum that we heard and not these other things. Battery silver. The giant. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, Otu is what it's called. Something wow. along those Ochu. lines. Is um, going to watch you run away and it's going to step towards you and then it's almost like it reconsiders. It kind of like it moves to go towards you and then. Stops, turns around, and then like it actively makes a decision to engage with Duncan. Yeah, I will taunt it. Taunt I said, it. I've taunt just, so I've, it's going to move just this way. No, you didn't write it. Oh yeah. And then it's <laughs> going to attack you, Duncan. Once it's the oh, and the um, daggers are still flying at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh no, because you're Thunderwave away probably. It's Thunderwave away concentration. And if it's Thunderwave, oh, no, I don't think it's it really. It just sort of happens oh. after beans. Um, <laughs> 15 to hit against you, Duncan. No. Okay, the second tentacle is just going to swipe out at you, Tempest. <laughs> that's a natural turn, rolling like an idiot today. Um, and that's Did like eight, so nothing that hits you, does it? No. No, just like, they're just like, these tentacles are like labouring over the tops of you and you're just ducking out of the way and just shimmying out of the way. I'm a little bit warm. Um, <laughs> that's it, Undra, you are up. Okay. Now, I know I might be a little bit soggy, but I'm going to firebolt it. Yeah. Firebolt, not fireball. Now, that won't hurt my friends. I hope. <clears throat> you okay. could. Where are you going to 
replaceable five bolt. Five bolt. Five bolt. Bigger pardon. So that's more of a direct one. That's yeah. fine. That's, yep. yeah, that's in the yep. So Yep, yep. Right up its nostrils. It's got its mouth conveniently open. Yeah. Uh, to the 23. That hits. <laughs> 2d10 fire damage. Soggy arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's better. That's a ten, and that's a nine. That's nineteen. Ouch. Nice. Good job. Oh, it just kind of like implodes on its back, and its second, this tail just whips around and extends, looking for wherever that came from. Um, yeah, good job. Moving anywhere? He's just hanging out. I was good happy hanging out with him. You okay, okay Tish? Yeah. You may. She's over there by that big mound of seaweed and stuff, so. Yep. Mm. Okay. Duncan, you're up. Right. So, I'm just going to give me access to 12. I'm just going to wink at Tempest and go, that wasn't bad, but watch this. <laughs> and then, oh, I'm going to uh, hit it with this flaming axe. Oh, two? Oh, rubbish. Should you do it? It's feeling, it's feeling pressure. 13. That misses. That misses. Sure. <sighs> right. <laughs> I was just distracting it with that. We'll watch this one. Oh, that's 17. That'll hit. Eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, eight. 12 damage on that one. Yeah. And then the killing blow with the fire axe. I'll just give it a little spin and wink eh? And then like here the, we go. That's the bit you think you've done that one. <sighs> Bloody hell. No, it hit. It hit. It just wasn't a crit that I was hoping for. Anyway. That's uh, 15 damage on that oh. one. So there was quite two quite good hits, to be fair. It's looking pretty bloody there. <laughs> wounds appearing from it. Um, and it's a good job. Um, Tempest, you're up. Yeah, there's this, this kind of like this, this fight-off now. This, this, yes. this dwarf is trying to suggest that yeah, he can do better than you. Yeah. His strike rate is pretty exactly. average right now. It's like... Oi. That kind of 50-50. <laughs> she killed one with a dagger. I did. Right in its eyeball. Right yeah. in its eyeball. This, so this mama frog. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, okay. Kind of the same size as the one before. But bit less eyeball-y. Yeah. Uh, still got its mouth open, I notice. So yes. let's try a short bow in the gob. You're so close to it that if you... Try and use a short bow. Oh. That point blank range would be rolling with disadvantage. So okay. you roll two dice and take the lesser. Back to the trusty dagger. Trusted and true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, check out the shula. I've hit it a lot as well. Yeah, you mate, but like this is new. Okay. It's just a dagger. Nine. So add Plus your, seven. That's a sixteen. That is. Oh good. It's a big lump of fleshy <laughs> <up> there. Mmm. <laughs> So roll your damage. And Duncan's there as uh, well, so you sneak attack again. Yeah, see, you wouldn't be half so good if I weren't there distracting it. Three. Did he say something? Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And my three on my d4. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Plus, yes. plus, four. plus four. Plus four. Nineteen. Because that's more than any of his hits. Oh, wow. Funnily enough. Hey. Yeah, but as I said, you got to get that sneak damage because I'm there mixing it, like putting it off. It for me. It. You'd just be like D4, which should be rubbish. It's, it's looking pretty, but as you kind of damage, jam your dagger into the hilt and then kind of, as you're pulling it out, you pull away from it so you're, there's this big kind of opening and blood starts to just pull and pump out of it. It's looking pretty rough now and there's blood mixing on the with the, the sludge on the floor. 
there's you know, there's a body lying there. There's kind of entrails spilling out. It, it's quite gross. Um, Duncan just looks feel, even you're happier. Feeling confident, <laughs> feeling confident as you hear noises from up maybe the other oh. one of these alley, these other these kind oh. of tunnels. Um, but if we can just finish this one off, you can get back. And it's at that point, Tish, where you feel this this kind of like no. rustle behind you, as that big kind of um, a, a big pile of seaweed and sludge. Uh, which you hadn't really been paying much attention to, just shifts. And Undra, you watch as this kind of overly large pile just kind of shifts its weight and moves ever so slightly as this large sludge sewage kind of rubbish um, thing rises and moves towards you as you kind of look over and it's attacking you from almost a hiding in plain sight position. Oh no, it's the jobby monster. Jobby Monster, Mr. Jobby. <laughs> because, <laughs> just I, I say, thank you for putting yourself right in front of it. Oh. Actually, he moved my poor little figurine. It's a nuclear Jobby. Oh, it's a nuclear, nuclear Jobby. <laughs> two, jobby. The, the shambling, shambling sewage <laughs> is going to make shambling two flame attacks both against you. Can you make little one? ones because I'm little and my numbers are low? <laughs> it's going to be a 16 to hit. Yes. Yes. Oh, you can hit so, it. Luke shoot. So the first first kind of slam comes in. So that's going to be 2d8. Oh, no, that's not d d8. It is possible to get just a 2 and a 1 on 2d8. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that's uh, 11 points of um, oh. bludgeoning damage. Okay. Ow. Yeah. Minus da, da, da. 11. That all? Second one. Oh, neat. <laughs> so, same again, 16. 16, 16. damage. No, 16 to hit yeah. on the second Oh, attack. yeah, yeah, no, you can do that, babe. It's all right. <laughs> oh, I can't, nearly, I got one and a two. Oh, so that's look at that. More than three, that's seven points of bludgeoning down. So 18 all up. But as it's hit you on both of its attacks, the oh. second kind of rungle of sewage just wraps around you and slowly kind of pulls you in. You're now grappled by this, oh, this, neat. Slam, this slambering, shambling sewage mile. Um, oh, I know where I'm And it's slowly starting to pull you in. Um, oh, we've all been there, mate. <laughs> On a dark night. Yep. In an alley. With an owl. It's now <laughs> going to... You think I'm at there? As we finish... What? The session for today. Oh. You feel yourself being slowly engulfed and oh. like sludge and sewage and wet rotting vegetation and brown sharks and all sorts just slowly it. wrapping itself around you as you feel it wrapping around your face and your little arms and you watch in horror as Tish just slowly starts to disappear. No. And we will pick up. Next session, yeah. Unhappy. <laughs> suffocated. Oh, oh. Join us next week to see if Tish can, you know, rinse herself of this rubbish and sewage and if Shold will make it back to the party and if Tempest will become the leader of the group with her, like, battling prowess. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Anyway, thank you, everyone. Join us next week where we see how brilliant Duncan is and much better than Tempest. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye.
This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.